This is your host, Pete Moore, and I am pleased and humbled to announce the launch of my one and only book, Time to Win Again, 52 Takeaways from Playing and Watching Team Sports to Ensure Your Business Success. Those of you who know me personally and anyone who listens to Halo Talks for any length of time know that I am an avid sports fan and a big believer in the value of team sports. What I've seen over the past 25 years helping businesses grow, raising capital, being an entrepreneur myself, and coaching and mentoring executives in the sector, it's the lessons learned on the field perfectly apply to business. Entrepreneurs, executives, managers, you name it. Every company that's a strong company has got a good team. It's a quick read. There's awesome illustrations in there from our good friend, Mark, at Cruelty Free Cartoons. If you go to integritysq.com, enter your email address, and we will send you information on the book and the Entrepreneur's Survival Kit as well. Be great. Take names. Go Halo. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC on location, Dallas, finally in person, bringing you Eric Donaldson, Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're going to talk about boxing. We're going to talk about being an entrepreneur. We're going to talk about fighting through a pandemic and coming out the other side. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. It's an honor. So give us a little background from Detroit, how you got to Tulsa, how you got into the industry, and uh, and we'll riff from there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so actually, my parents moved me to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma when I was 16 years old. Uh, they moved to Tulsa to go to ministry school. Uh, so I was kicking and screaming all the way down to Tulsa. Sure, <laughs> leaving, leaving in high school is not like the easiest transition. <laughs> uh, junior in high school. <laughs> oh, and wow. So that was pretty tough for me. Uh, but went to school there. I was a baseball player. Uh, got a scholarship to Oral Roberts University. Oh, nice. Congrats. Um, what position did you play? Center field. Oh, wow. Center okay. field. wheels. I used yeah. to play catcher, so I didn't have to run. Oh, yeah. I was a little speedster back then. <laughs> nice. uh, so that's back in 2000. Uh, I played for a couple of years there. Uh, went free agent, didn't get drafted uh, to the Pensacola Pelicans in uh, Pensacola, Florida. Played oh, nice. there a few years. Wow. So I never thought I'd do anything uh, besides play baseball. Of course, every athlete's dream, right? Uh, so I'm still undrafted, as I tell people. All right. Same here. So I uh, went back to school to finish my degree. Okay. Uh, at Oral Roberts? At ORU. Uh, took my first job out of college in Dallas, Texas. Uh, was a general contractor for a little while. Uh, realized that, that wasn't for me. Uh, went to Allstate school. Started an Allstate agency. Realized, you know, that wasn't for me. And I've always enjoyed working out. Um, so I was in a basketball league in Dallas, um, and we were making a playoff, playing with a bunch of D-League basketball players, and mm-hmm. I tear my Achilles. Oh. So I'm out of work. I'm, I can't walk for six months, oh, and I'm geez. thinking, what am I going to do? It's a rough one. So after physical therapy, getting back on my feet, I found a, a gym to work out in, uh, a boxing club, and I thought, man, I, I really enjoyed it. So I kind of found, fell in love with boxing. You actually uh, realized that there's a profession that you get paid Right. To do something you like, you enjoy doing it. Eh? Right. I didn't actually want to fight. You know, I just enjoyed the workout and thought, yeah. man, many people, you know, enjoy this as well. Yeah. You know, so I moved back to Tulsa um, and started, you know, the same boxing club. I worked out there for a while, ended up buying the club uh, and then rebranding it. Gotcha. So when you took a look at um, how long did it take you to understand that, hey, yeah, I, I could run this business? 
or, or what gave you that confidence or how long did you kind of hang around the hoop and say, all right, I get this now? Yeah, I, I worked out there for maybe a year or so uh, and thought, man, I, I really enjoy the industry, enjoy the people. You know, I thought this is something that's a good fit for me. So it didn't take long. I was always had the entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, I went through multiple businesses, you know, from owning the trucking business to being a freight broker to, you know, I've done quite a bit of, of stuff uh, just because I had the entrepreneur bug, just yeah. wanted to try everything. You it's a know? bug that's not easily uh, eradicated from the body. I think once you get it, it's kind of a, it's a long-term disease or a long-term superpower, whichever, which one you, whichever one you decide. I For think it's sure. a superpower, actually. For sure. Um, so what are some of the things when you started that you were like, oh, wow, like this is harder than I thought it was, or, you know, I got to put my sales and marketing cap on. And what are some of the things that struck you as like, about this business that you said, okay, hmm, you know, I gotta, I gotta learn this really quick. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I came into it fresh, uh, not knowing anything about the fitness industry. I didn't know the flows, the seasons, you know, the ups and downs financially. Um, and then just dealing with the people, uh, trainers are a different breed. Yep. If you've been in the industry, you, you know, for sure what I'm talking about. So, um, really just learning, uh, the trainer's mindset. You know, they're really entrepreneurial as well, you know, so learning how to to manage manage mm-hmm. that in the gym is is big plus. Do you think over the last, you know, 18 months when you're going through the pandemic, um, I'm assuming Oklahoma had a reasonable, you know, pro business stance. Did you see a number of your trainers kind of going on Instagram and going on Facebook Live and going direct? And how do you think about now? kind of the relationship that you have with your member versus the relationship they have with one of the trainers that work for you. And how do you think about that evolving over time? Yeah. So the, the trainers, they definitely uh, found a niche online. Yeah. You know, they carved out a niche from, you know, one-on-one training, people inviting them, you know, to do personal training at the house or anything that, you know, during the pandemic, since the gym was closed down for quite a bit, you know, they had time to, you know, build their clientele up. Uh, but one thing I, I think they learned is, is that um, it's a business, mm-hmm. you know, it's complete business. You got to market, you know, you got to do yeah. all the things that a businessman would do, you know. So having that foundation, your box location, you know, only helps them, only benefits them because, you know, we're we're drawing people you know, every day into the club, you know, to put in front of them. So, Right. Yeah, I think some people underestimate the relationship that someone has with the location versus the relationship they have with a trainer and if that is portable or not. And, like, who, who really owns the, the relationship? Ideally, it's almost like co-owned right. by the, the personal trainer, and that personal trainer is well-paid, incentivized and aligned with you as the owner mm-hmm. to the point where, Hey, look, you're not trying to take this member, you know, and, and, and train them on your own. Right. And I'm not trying to disintermediate you from that relationship. I'm like trusting that you're going to be a conduit and a, a force in the relationship and not a, uh, an obstacle to it. So, so as you think about adding new locations, uh, I know you're thinking about doing a, a growth equity raise right now. What's giving you the confidence to say, hey, look, this, this location I have right now, this thing could run without me physically there 100% of the time? Yeah, I totally uh, 
am an advocate for trainers. You know, I believe in their, their spirit, their entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, and I treat them just like they're, you know, NBA draft picks or, you know, Major League Baseball players. And I'm just it. the owner, you know, giving them that platform. And that's what I want to do. I mean, I think if you have that mindset and not try to control your, your people, I think you'll, you'll be successful and, you know, less stressful. So I'm really confident. And right now, trainers are the new, you know, marketing marketers. You know, they're, in, they're influencers on Instagram. You yeah. know, they, they are becoming that business, you know. But when they have the backing, you know, of an actual location, it only elevates them. I want to take a minute and tell our audience about two awesome workout recovery products I've been using for the last 18 months from HigherDose.com leader in infrared technology for athletes like all of us are. We're an investor in the company. That's not why I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this because it works. You got an infrared sauna blanket. I hop in there. I'll listen to some podcasts, burn 800 calories, get a mad detox and a PEMF, which is a pulsed electromagnetic field crystal mat that I lay on and I recalibrate my cells to the normalized level of the earth. If you got somebody you like and you're looking for a pretty awesome gift, they will love it. You could use this code HALO75, get $75 off, and you will not be disappointed. Hiredose.com, promo code HALO75. And now let's get back to our regularly scheduled program. So from a standpoint of the new location that you're, that you're going to open at some point, do you have certain trainers that you've identified already to say, hey, look, you, you guys are my like advanced team. You're going to the next location and then you know, you're basically building a bench of athletes you know, to grow. Well, that's pretty much how you, how you have to look at it. Uh, you don't know if people want to travel and go to different locations or not, you know, but every location has its influencers and trainers, and you kind of, you know, can go on Instagram and recruit, you know, wherever, you know, you're trying to put your next location. It's pretty easy to find them now. Uh, right. They're all over social media. You know, that's it's, a good point. it's not hard at all. Yeah. So tell us a little more about 99 Boxing. You know, how does that stand up against some of the other boutique fitness operators are out there and then tell us about Tulsa in general just what the the competitive landscape look like looks like yeah so 99 boxing uh our slogan is you got 99 problems but boxing ain't one so I like that I like that song too by the way you're right everyone who comes to our gym they have different background different issues they come to hit something they have stress relief they want to get off their chest whatever it is you know we want to be a safe place for them to come and work out and you know and, and get away from you know the daily issues of life for at least 60 minutes or 50 minutes, however long they're there. Um, so Tulsa um, is a different kind of market. We don't have, there's not many boxing gyms in Tulsa. Our competition is more of your Orange Theory, your Cycle Bar. Um, yeah. But I don't really see them as a, as a competition. You know, everyone in the boutique space, they, you know, dibble and dabble in different, you know, areas all the time. You know, they may go to Cycle Bar here, they go to Lifetime, another gym. We all of our members have dual memberships, and so that's yeah. Not I thought a- that was something that was really interesting. We, we've done a, a number of um, investment advisory deals with the Orange Theories, and um, one of the investment groups that did one of the deals, they did a uh, uh, member survey, 
And it turned out that 42% of the members of these 35 Orange Theory clubs also had a membership either at a health club or at another studio. So it kind of got to the point where I look at it and say, I'm not sure the attrition and the retention is as important as being on the circuit. So, I mean, I've been a member of 10 different health clubs in 10 years, right? So I'm 100% attrition in the industry, yet I'm zero attrition from the industry. I'm, I'm 100% attrition in each one of those health clubs on like a member gotcha. ad, ad drop. And then I'm a, but I, I've never left the industry, right? I've always had some health club membership. So I wonder if when you think about boxing and saying, hey, look, if somebody wants to box, like I'm, I'm the, the, the best in class of this. And then if they want to go and try Orange Theory for six months and tell a friend to go box, like I'll, I'll, I'll pick up their friend. And then when they roll off Orange Theory, I'll, t- I'll get them back. You know, is there a mindset of thinking about like data differently or thinking about ad drops and maybe letting somebody go on their way and be like, hey, dude, you're an awesome member. You crushed it. Go try something else and come back and tell people that this place is awesome. Is that a way to think about it now? Kind of. Uh, we, we still pay attention to our retention uh, in a big way just because we, we really want to form that social networking group. Um, that's a big deal. People knowing each other, you yeah. know, is huge for us. So I, I, I don't look at retention quite like that. You know, I, I'm like, please stay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no, I hear you. I was going to, I want to give you a contrary view because um, if you are the best place in Tulsa, you know, you can't expect someone to just box for five years straight, right, 10 years right, straight. Right. Like, you know, and they might want to mix it up. Um, but being the best at what you do, there's something to be said for that, that you're going to benefit from that, whether, you know, I'm the person in that class or someone else is taking my spot in the class. So one reason we do want the seat round is because we have identified that most of our, our, our clients do go to a box gym, you know, to lift weights. So gotcha. we really, we really want to add a weight room attached to our boxing gym, a full service weight room. So you want to basically turn someone into like a full-time member instead of just a class. Yes. Really luxury upscale. So upscale weight room. So we'll be boutique plus, you know, if that's even a different, how much additional square footage? About 4,000 square feet. Got it. Is there an adjacent space next to your current location to do that? Right next door. Oh, there is. Okay. So we can attach both, uh, pretty seamlessly. Got Uh, it. So I got some buddies in Tulsa that I'm going to introduce you to uh, after this um, awesome. related to the, to the seed round. You know, talk about, you know, what your management style is. It sounds like it's very kind of hands off, you know, and, like, you know, optimize the, the, the personnel. But as you continue to grow this business, you know, what do you think your strengths are? What do you think the next set of hires will be at the corporate level to say, hey, this is what I'm really good at? I think most entrepreneurs say, look, this is what I'm really good at. And I need somebody else to do this. Oh, no doubt. How do you think I, about that? I definitely that? know my weaknesses. Uh, I'm your typical, you know, entrepreneur, vi- very visionary. So the detail work is something that we definitely hire. Someone to manage the day-to-day operations, you know, from 9 to 8, whenever we're open. Uh, yeah. that, that is definitely what we look for all day long. And, and a good person is a fun, you know, environment. Fitness is fun. You know, it shouldn't be, you know, like have a corporate feel to it. You should enjoy what you do. Be passionate about, you know, the industry and helping people. And that's what it's all about. Cool. So ideally you get the seed round done, build a couple locations in Tulsa. You know, what do you think the next path is from there? Is it, is it franchise or is it company owned locations? You know, what's your, what's your gut on where you want to take this? 
Yeah, we really want to do about uh, 20 uh, corporate-owned locations, and we really like the Texas area. Here in Dallas, we think it would be great. Yeah. Uh, I've been looking around. There's nothing like it. You know, Boutique Fitness Plus, you you either have boutique boxing or you have traditional boxing, whereas, right. you know, and we're a combination of all three of those. You know, we have the boutique style, uh, and we also teach sparring as well for those who actually really want to box, and we help train them to, you know, actually compete. Gotcha. And is there any affiliations with, you know, whether it's uh, UFC or any kind of MMA or I don't know. There, there are several boxing boxers that have started up their own locations. Some of them are, are didn't didn't make it through the pandemic. So do you see kind of an opening in the boxing, you know, market right now? Where no doubt, I yeah. really feel like boxing is wide open. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I which mean, means I agree with you. And people are falling in love with boxing. I mean, if you saw the fight this weekend between Wilder and Tyson, I saw some of the highlights, man. It looked insane. I mean, that really up the traje- trajectory of, of the sport as well. Yeah. Uh, we feel like boxing's back. It's been back for a few years, and it's only getting stronger. Yeah, agreed. So in closing here, give us, um, you got any uh, business quotes or, you know, as, as an athlete, you know, some kind of something that, you know, always sticks in your head or that you, you tell people or, you know, some sense, you know, quotes of wisdom? Well, yeah, I mean, we, you know, to be honest, we've tried to do motivational quotes during class. We yeah. have our monthly motivation, you know, a for, top for all ones. those who who've gone through the pandemic, you know the top one is just don't quit. Don't quit. You know, keep going no matter what. You know, the odds may feel like they're against you. You know, but tomorrow's always a new day. So yep. stay the path and you know keep going. Awesome. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming uh, driving down here to meet with us. Look forward to helping you on the uh, on the seed round. We'll put up all your information on the uh, show notes here, so we can get in touch with you. Uh, we got some contacts in Oklahoma, so we'll we'll make those intros. And uh, welcome officially to the uh, to the Halo sector. My awesome. Friend. I enjoyed it. 99 boxing. 99. Boxing 8-1. <laughs>